What's going on, everybody? Mill here with another post-game show. Welcome back to Big Nick Energy YouTube channel, Big Nick Energy post-game shows. I'm really happy about this one. The Knicks got a win over the Atlanta Hawks, 116 to 114. That was a crazy and wild ending. Such a Nick ending, honestly. The way we almost gave Atlanta a chance to tie up this game, a chance to win the game. That was a wild ending. Um, and it was it was making my my heart beat pretty fast because it was very very stressful watching the Knicks um, almost give Atlanta the ability to tie up this game and possibly win, but they took care of business towards the end, made their free throws, and we got the win. We only won by two points, but that's something. It matters. And overall, this was just a a very close game. Went down to the wire. Those games are always very stressful, but honestly, as a fan, I love watching them because, you know, it really you really see who you can depend depend on in those late game situations, who's clutch, and we saw Mr. Brunson himself hit that clutch three, which was it was great for him because he had been struggling most of the game, and for him to hit that shot really helped us. Uh, he was actually known to be one of the most clutch players last season, uh, in you know, what they consider clutch time or most crunch time, the last few minutes of the fourth quarter. He was one of the top players to, you know, make shots in crunch time last season. We saw him do it again tonight, uh, hit that big three against the Hawks, and that really helped us win this game tonight. You know, you got to hit those shots when they matter, and he did that for us, as well as making our free throws did. We only missed one free throw tonight, which I'm super proud of. I always say making your free throws, they help. They count. Overall, we shot 10 for 11 from the free throw line. That was 90%. And look, free throws are free points. They can help you win games. And surely making them tonight really helped us, especially uh, in the last few minutes when they're fouling us purposely. We got to make those free throws because they can come back. They could come right back and hit a shot and win the game. So, we made those free throws and look at them. They miss the Hawks missed six free throws. They were 20 for 26. And man, oh man, they got a lot of free throws. And we know why. Trey Young himself, he is crazy. He is, you know, I don't want to say he's a foul baiter, but he's basically what he is. The way he gets to the line so many times throughout the night is it's absolutely wild. And that foul, um, I'm talking about the quickly foul on Trey Young was. Oh, it made my head hurt seeing that three. He had three free throws because of that foul, and that was that was like really hard on us because um, he had the chance to tie it there, but he couldn't do much other than that because we took the win. We should, uh, we won this game, and you know he he did have a good game. I'll, I'll say that. Let's see what he had specifically. I know he had over 10 assists, which is crazy. So overall, oh, he actually did not have a good game. Well, shooting-wise, no. But assists, this man had 17 assists, which is wild. 17 assists? Man, I would love it if someone on the Knicks could have that many assists. But besides that, assists can only get you so far because he was 4 for 12 from the field, 0 for 4 from the three-point line. So he didn't make any threes tonight. And 4 for 12, not a good percentage as well. And he had he shot 9 free throws overall. So he was getting to the free throw line 
that's where he was trying to get the most of his points. But other than that, the only thing he did great tonight was were the assists. He really couldn't buy a bucket, and yeah, it's always F Trey Young. Uh, I want to point out that we have merch out right now. You just go to Big Nick Energy, F Trey Young. It's F Trey Young today, tomorrow, every day. Come on, when was the last time he's won against us? We got to end that narrative that he supposedly still owns the Knicks. It's just not true. Look at the way he plays against us. His percentages are awful against us. Like, I would pull it up right now. Uh, his field goal percentage against us and his three-point percentage. He never really has a good game against us. The last good game he had against us was probably last year. I don't even remember. But last season or even the playoff series. I would go as far back as that. No, but <laughs> we have an interesting relationship with Trey Young, us New York Knicks fans. He's not living in my head, but if y'all saw that that little scuffle he did with Randall, uh, that got me a little got me a little annoyed just seeing that because why are you doing that? There's no point. There's no point to do that. But if you guys want to get the merch, head over to Big Nick Energy. They're on the website right now. Look at that. It, it looks amazing. You got his head in there. The F Trey Young. Uh, that's a perfect shirt for a New York Knicks fan. Because <laughs> we have to end this narrative that he owns us. That playoff series was three years ago. Come on. Let's forget. Let's just forget about that fluky playoff series. Oh, yeah. I want to point out, Mason said hopefully Grimes is okay. Honestly, I, I'm not even sure what happened. I'm trying to see for an update. I know he didn't return back to the game. But when they were showing the replay, I didn't really see too much happen with his hand. So I'm thinking it has to be his shoulder or maybe his wrist. Uh, it, it was a little bit strange. And you know, I watched the replay a few times, but I didn't see anything particularly happen to his left hand, I believe it is. And he just held it, went almost straight to the locker room. That's actually very concerning to see. And I don't know what's going on. I have to see if they release an update soon. I'm not sure if they said it at the end of the game. If someone heard it, feel free to comment what happened if you know. But that's really scary to see. And I really hope it's nothing serious because we need him. He was actually going off a little bit in this game before he left. Uh, he was hitting a few threes. Overall, he had, let's see. So Grimes was... 4 for 10 from the field, 3 for 7 from the three-point line before he left. He had 11 points. I, I would say he was knocking down a lot of threes before he left, though, and that could have helped us definitely close out this game a little better. <laughs> um, but hopefully he's all right, and we'll look for an update on that because without him going forward, that's going to be tricky because we we saw – I mean, that happened last year as well. But I definitely think we need him this time This time because he guards the best player on the opposing team every night. We need him on the defensive end. He's always there for us. And, I mean, you could put Josh Hart in that lineup, but it, Grimes is Grimes is one of the best to do it. So, And he'll, he'll knock down his threes as well. I, I would say he's a better three-point shooter than Josh Hart. And the way he defends, you know, it's hard to replace that. Brunson, Brunson, like, 
he was crazy tonight. Uh, towards towards the end stretch, I mean, because obviously in the first half, struggling and missing a lot of shots, layups, not getting the calls he wanted at least, and when he hits those clutch shots, it's like all of that does not matter anymore. He erases uh, his poor play, pl- poor performance, and it just matters that he hit those shots. IQ, best foul shooter on the team. Game ended with the ball in his hands a lot. Yeah, uh, IQ also had a huge game, and I don't know if you guys remember, like obviously if you guys were watching, when the Knicks came out of that timeout, being down like I would say almost 10 points, they came back with a vengeance, and it was really because of IQ, the way he came out there and was playing. He immediately made a shot, and got the Knicks going. They were able to defend and make a few more shots and get the lead back. So props IQ for really getting us back into this game after going down in that fourth quarter. Overall, he had 20 points, was 6 for 11 from the field, and 3 for 5 from the three-point line. Huge game for him, honestly. And I love to see it. Love to see the bench guys stepping up, especially a guy like IQ who we know did not get paid, did not get an extension but is still showing up for us and doing his job, especially when a guy like RJ goes out or Grimes too. He stepped up, did his thing, was able to hit shots and get us back into this game. He's a pure, he's like such a skilled scorer. Um, He doesn't have trouble getting to the bucket, uh, getting to the basket, getting fouled and drawing that contact. It's one of his biggest strengths out there is drawing contact. So once he's on a roll, it's hard to stop him, honestly. So he he did heat up after we went down and we took a timeout and we came back. It was his time. And and really everyone else uh, you know, took bounced off of his energy and was able to get back into this game defensively, offensively. <laughs> I don't know why someone is saying Nets on top in a Knicks post game. Come on, man. I mean, I appreciate you if you're subscribed to the channel, but if you're not, no, get out of here. <laughs> We're not talking about the Nets right now. The Knicks just beat Trey Young, all right? This is a big game. This is every time the Knicks beat Trey Young, it matters to Knicks fans because, look, we really, it's hard to erase history. You can't erase history, especially what he did to us in the 2021 playoffs. But every time we beat him, we're erasing it slowly, all right? If you look at his record against us right now, I'm I'm actually gonna pull it up. I know I'm gonna look on StatMuse. Let's see what it says. He's officially five and thirteen against the Knicks in his career, and I don't know if that's including tonight's game. I'm not sure how fast StatMuse updates, but it says he's five and thirteen. That is awful, man. We need to stop it. We need to stop. He he is not. And look, look at how he scored. Look at his percentages tonight. I said he was 4 for 12, 0 for 4 from the three-point line. We just need to stop with him. Tib said Grimes has a bruised left hand. Okay, thank you for the update. I wasn't sure because I'm not able to watch the uh, MSG post game right now. But dang, a bruised left hand. How did that happen on that play? It didn't even look like that, honestly. It his left hand didn't even look like it was really involved in the play. And I'm also curious how long a bruised hand, you know, takes to heal because I really haven't heard 
of that injury too much. Yeah, if, if he did, if they have an update on how long those type of injuries usually last, feel free to comment and let us know so we can discuss it even further. Because if we're looking at a few weeks with him gone, that'll be really tough on the Knicks. I don't think it would be a few weeks, though. A bruised hand? I, I might just look it up right here on my phone. Just, I'm really curious right now. Don't know if I'll be able to get a direct answer, though. So it says most bru- most bruises aren't serious and will go away on their own in two to four weeks. So I guess we're looking at a few weeks, possibly. On that play? What even happened? I need to look at that play again and see. Because I don't understand how that happened there. BKE themselves said this felt like uh, DiVincenzo's worst game as a Nick. He was his same active self, but had a few careless plays from Joey or Joe. Yeah, uh, DiVincenzo was a little lackadaisical out there, as Clyde would say himself. Definitely not one of his best games. Let's see. Overall, he w- he only had six points in 22 minutes. Uh, I'm a negative eight in the plus minus. Four rebounds, three assists, two steals. He was yeah, he was definitely out there on the defensive end, very active, getting those two steals, a few rebounds, but on the offensive end, not really much there. And yeah, you could see a lot of plays. Not just him, though. A lot of Knicks were turning over the ball tonight and very lackadaisical and sloppy. Uh, every time they turned over the ball, it was such it was very annoying and frustrating to see because, you know, some games they play so great together and you can tell the chemistry's there and the ball movement is amazing. I'm referring to that one game we all know about where the ball movement was spectacular. And they're playing, you could think, that this team has been together, which they have been for the prior season. And then there's some games like tonight where we turn the ball over so much, we're not clicking, and it just looks so messy. Like, we haven't played together. But this is the same team as last year, adding DiVincenzo. So we should have our act together. We should, you know, be passing, making smart passes, making the right decisions. I don't like to see the sloppy play. Overall, we we had a lot of turnovers. Let's see how many we had. And by halftime, it was a lot, too. And at the end of the fourth quarter, let's see. The Knicks overall had 17 turnovers. And, you know, we just have to limit that. We have to limit it. And I think it's mainly because of the fact that RJ isn't in the starting lineup right now because of the injury not injury um his migraine but yeah i think it's because rj's not in there playing with them right now a lot of the turnovers came with the starting lineup and josh hart i just think that without rj in there the offense does not really click that much anymore and they're making sloppy plays sloppy passes specifically and they need rj i know we want tonight and we possibly could have won against the Celtics uh, on Monday, but we need RJ truly. He, I would say he is the glue in this offense, and everyone really plays off of his energy and his performance because uh, I don't think we've lost a game with, with him in the lineup yet. 
So the fact that he's been out a few games now, it's really hurting us because we barely won this one. I think with him in this game, we would have won this game by 10 points or more. He provides so much to the offense. And without him in the lineup, it really hurts. And, you know, it's it's taking these players some time to adjust to that. I think having Josh Hart in that starting lineup, everyone's having to adjust to that because, you know, you're placing RJ with a guy, Josh Hart, who, who can't really score the ball like RJ. And, you know, there's a lot of differences between them. So it's a lot to adjust to. And I just have to say, I really hope that RJ is able to make the next game because we need him. Uh, he has a migraine, supposedly. I've seen some rumors that it's not a migraine. I don't know if I want to get into that because it's just speculation. I truly believe he, he does have a migraine, though, because if you don't know, migraines are crazy painful. I, I've never had one, but I've always heard stories that they can last days and you're barely able to function with them. So I don't know. Don't. Don't believe all the speculation. Migraines are real. People get them. Hopefully he's at the next game. Mason said, glad to see Randall finally getting it together. Amazing game from him tonight. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm really glad that he is in a groove, in rhythm again. I know last game against the Celtics, he had a good game, but there were some lackluster plays, some questionable plays, especially towards the end there. But not just from him. We saw it from Brunson as well in that Celtics game. That the ending of that Celtics game was just was just very messy, and I didn't get to do a post game on that one because I was busy. But I would have had a lot to say. But you know, uh, like you mentioned, glad to see he is playing better because we remember we remember the first couple of games where it was a bad stretch. Uh, his field goal percentage was pretty awful. I, I don't know the numbers off the top, the top of my head, but I believe it was like 25% from the field and, you know, even a worse percentage. I don't know, maybe a similar percentage from the three-point line. It wasn't too pretty, but he's definitely back in rhythm now. You know, after dealing with his, his injury, his surgery, it, it's going to take some time. I understand that. That's why I never really said that we should trade him during those first few games that he was playing really awful. I just said, like, I expect better, especially with the effort-wise on the defensive end, too. I was really questioning his effort. His shooting percentages, eventually I knew that things were going to get back to normal, and they have because tonight, uh, almost 30 points for him, 29, 12 for 24 from the field, 3 for 5 from the three-point line. Only two free throws, which is actually surprising because – we know Randall, he gets to the free throw line a lot. He bulldozes guys, getting there, draws contact. I do think he wasn't getting a lot of calls tonight, though. Uh, refs were, weren't calling too many calls for him or Brunson. Oh, actually, actually, um, yeah, Brunson only shot two free throws as well. Randall with two free throws. So they, they weren't really getting to the line tonight. But great game by Randall. Along with the that 29 points, he had 10 rebounds, 8 assists, 1 steal. Can't ask for anything more than that. That's a, a great game from him. A double-double right there. Um, and yeah, nothing more to say about that except he had a great game and definitely helped contribute to this win. When he's in rhythm and 
performing well, it really helps this team a lot because we saw how we struggled when he was shooting bad. Go New York, go New York, go. Yeah, go New York. We, we won against Trey Young. <laughs> we beat the Hawks. I was a little scared because towards the end of this game, watching it, I because it was so close, I didn't know if this post game was going to be about a win or a loss. Of course, I was hoping it was a win, but it, it got me stressing there for a second. I thought we were going to have to completely switch. Uh, I was going to have to completely switch and go on a rant right now, but I'm happy it's a win. And we bounced back from that Celtics loss. So let, let's start a new win streak, okay? I don't know. I have to look at what the schedule looks like for this week or for the next few games. But I believe we got the hardest part of our season out. If I'm not mistaken, the first 10 games, we went 5-5. Five and five, But a lot of people said it was going to be the hardest stretch that we would have to go through. We played Boston twice. Uh, we played the Cavs. I think we played the Cavs twice too, but it was a tough stretch because a lot of those games included back-to-backs. I believe it was three back-to-back games we had. We lost all of those back-to-backs. It's crazy. Um, I don't know who made the schedule, but they did not favor the Knicks at all with the way our games have been played and when they've been played because we've had a few back-to-backs. And if you guys also remember uh, when we played the Spurs on a Wednesday, we didn't play until that Sunday. It was a weird stretch. That was too many days off, and I don't really get it. How How is that supposed to get guys in rhythm and <laughs> into, you know, to be in condition when they have, like, four four days of rest? I don't know. What's up, uh, Almighty Finesse? What's good? Great win tonight. A little scary at the end, but we got, we fin- we took care of business uh, in the last minute or so, and we got the win. <laughs> Let's go, Brennan. Thoughts on the game? You got a comment. I know your your guy RJ didn't play, but we still got the win. I think this is the first win we got with without RJ. I'm actually not 100% sure, but if someone knows if this is the first win without RJ, let me know. Because I know that I'm pretty sure every game without RJ we've lost so far. Yeah, BKE themselves said bad migraines you can't handle handle any light or sound really whatsoever the worst ones you you lie in a cold dark room oof you know f being in an arena with bright lights loud music and 20k screaming fans yeah it's crazy because i've honestly never really heard of a player dealing with migraines and i've always thought about it because it's interesting that these nba players they rarely deal with regular things that you know like us regular people deal with migraines or i don't know like a stomach ache you never hear about that really but rj has one and hopefully he feels better because you know reading up on that and like you said sometimes you just got to be in a cold dark room that that's painful right there hopefully uh he heals up quick i don't even know the remedies to that if we, I think you just got to wait until it goes away, honestly. <laughs> Brandon said, how about Scott Foster trying to heavy, uh, trying heavy to cheat us once again? Man, that ending was some crazy stuff. I like I, I don't even know. I don't think I processed it yet. Um, it was just crazy. The, the way I don't know, like I need to rewatch that ending again because it was it was so messy. And we almost gave them the chance to tie up the game. I don't know. 
That's such a Nick ending. Almighty said we got the Wizards, Hornets next. All right, those are those are wins right there. We're going on a winning streak. We're beating the Wizards. We're beating the Hornets. We got this. I think this might be a good stretch for us right now in the, in the next week or so. We could get a little win streak going. Flea said they gave us a tough schedule. Yeah, they definitely did, especially to start the season off with three back-to-backs and a weird stretch of games or just like four days of rest in between games. It doesn't make sense to me why they made it like that. And the back-to-backs are truly killing us because we haven't won yet, won one yet. But, you know, I was just thinking about it. Like, the back-to-backs are killing us right now. Just imagine mid-season or even later on how how much they're going to kill us even then because, you know, it, it's still the start of the season. I thought that the, I thought that most of the players would be able to play through the back-to-backs because the season just started. Their legs shouldn't be that tired yet. But we... We struggled through the back-to-back games, and, you know, I'm a little afraid to see if we keep losing them mid-season when we have more or later on. I don't know. It's 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 tough. Brandon said the schedule makers always try to screw the Knicks. We have the most back-to-backs in the NBA. The schedule definitely has to go into, like, it definitely plays a part of a team's success in a season. It has to. I don't know. They need to find a way to make these schedules more fair and more consistent. Like, all the teams have to have a similar schedule. Then the NBA needs to make the schedules very fair for all the teams because there's no way that we should be dealing with this many back-to-backs and other teams. Like, I, I heard the Celtics have just a-, a way better schedule and they have a lot of rest days compared to us. Like, 15 rest days in this season and we only have, like, 8 or 9 and it shouldn't be like that. It really shouldn't. Let me make sure this is good. One second. Let me just... All right. Hopefully the camera doesn't fall again. Sorry about that. <laughs> but moving on about this tough schedule, let, let's get into a few more comments. I mean, I haven't really even talk, spoken about the game fully yet. <laughs> I've just been reading comments. But, you know, we, we all watch the game. Do I really need to explain the play-to-play? Um, we can go through the box score, but there's a lot of comments in here right now. Almighty said, we Gucci, uh, we 6-5 after a t- tough schedule. Yeah, I honestly think that if the first 10 games of this season were going to be the hardest and we ended up 5-5, that's a win in my book. You know, to go even right there, 5-5. I know there's some games that we should have won, a lot of close games. But we were dealing with a few games without RJ and a few games against, you know, the best teams right now, including the Celtics. You know, I, I wouldn't be too worried right now that we were 5-5 after that stretch of games and that tough start to the season. And now we're 6-5, so let's go. Winning record. Big Nick Energy, you already know. And I have to shout out the merch next to me. If you haven't gotten a tea yet go to bignickenergy.com get the shirt f trey young i said it again i said it before f trey young today f trey young tomorrow f trey young every day come on you already know we, we beat him and now he is 5 and 13 against the knicks he is not a king remember when he had those king of uh king of broadway or king of new york shoes on at msg i think it was last season 
made a complete fool out of himself. And he always struggles against the Knicks. 4 for 12, 0 for 4 from the 3. Only good thing he, he did today, tonight uh, were the assists. Put up 17 assists for his team, which is, you know, I would say that's very impressive because 17 is a wild number. And, you know, we've yet to see a Nick put up that many assists, but it's still F. Trey Young. Get the merch. Wear it proudly in the city that never sleeps. We're saying F. Trey Young 24-7. We got a little crazy comment. Not crazy, but this this might stir something up. Coach said Brunson is not an assist man. Um, you know, I don't want – like, I can agree with you to some extent. But when we get the win, I don't want to complain about that and put down our players when we win. But, yeah, he has been struggling this season so far, at least the, the last few games to, you know – make the right passes and look for his teammates tonight. He only had hold up. We said, we said Brunson wasn't. Oh, we said Brunson is not an assist man. What are we talking about here? Tonight he had eight assists. It says on ESPN. It didn't look like that though. I honestly was look expecting him to have five or, or less, but it says on ESPN he had eight. I know the last game though. He didn't have a lot. But tonight he had eight, and a lot of people say he isn't a pass-first point guard, which is absolutely true. He is a shoot-first point guard. I'm not entirely mad about it, though, because Brunson is usually a great scorer, a great player. Look at look at what he did for us last season. I'm not mad if he's usually the one taking the shots, but I, I do sometimes feel that he should be looking for his teammates more. But he had eight assists tonight, so he was definitely looking for them more tonight compared to other games that we've seen so far hopefully he can keep that up too along with the eight assists he had 24 points six for 10 from the three-point line a lot of those a lot of his shots tonight were in crunch time that clutch three we saw him make and that really helped us he's a very clutch player honestly mason said mitch robinson is clint capella's father oh i've been waiting to hear something like that that's a perfect comment right there how many people are how many players are Robinson's kids now? Because every game Robinson has a new kid. <laughs> the way he bodies every um player he's played against so far is crazy. Mitch is off to an amazing start for this season so far. Especially defensively. Like you said it, Mitch for defensive player of the year. He should be he should be in the running. He definitely should. His rebounds have been going crazy. He stopped Wemby. Come on. This guy should be in the running for Defensive Player of the Year. But overall tonight for him, he had six points and 15 rebounds, three steals, one block. Mitchell Robinson is a beast. He is absolutely crazy out there on the boards, getting 15 rebounds. And let's see, how many were offensive? Six were offensive rebounds. He truly helps us with offensive rebounds. Getting those second chance points. He's such a big reason of why we win games for the six games we've won so far. Such a big reason because of him. He gives us a second chance. Coach said can't play Hart more than 26 minutes. He becomes a liability. Last game, I think Hart, had, Hart played like 40 plus minutes, which was wild. 
Tonight, he played 33 minutes. He had nine points, four for 10 from the field, one for five from three. Overall, had eight rebounds, five assists, one block, two turnovers, though. Yeah, I mean, I I think he's a little bit of a streaky player. It depends on when he makes those hustle plays and he makes the threes. But tonight, he was only one for five. Definitely need him to hit more threes, especially the open ones. There's a lot of open threes he misses, and uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to complain too much because we did get the win. And, you know, he definitely contributed with the eight rebounds and the five assists. Love to see that from him. Only nine points, one for five. Like I said, four for ten from the field. Hopefully he can step up his game offensively because we haven't really seen him score that much this season so far. Hopefully he can step up a little bit more because if Grimes is going to be out, uh, I think that the runner-up will be him. So he might be having a much bigger role if Grimes is going to be out for a few weeks. I'm not sure how long a bruised hand leaves, you know, takes the heel, but I'm guessing for the next few games, Grimes will be out and Josh Hart has to step up again because he's already been stepping up for RJ being out. If he's going to step up, we need him to score more. Brandon said, crazy stat, the Knicks have eight games left with a rest advantage while the Celtics have 15. Yeah, that's what I was talking about earlier. It's completely unfair. Why did the Celtics have 15? Like, you can't, that has to somehow, the way your schedule is has to play into your success in the season. And I just feel like if they're making schedules unfair to certain teams, how do they expect us to to succeed and to thrive when we only have eight games left with a rest advantage. That's wild. Oh, no. We got the Zach Levine comment. The first Zach Levine comment I've seen so far, though. I haven't really talked about him much, honestly. I haven't even really looked through the entire news about him because I don't think the Knicks are interested in him. I, I saw that the Lakers were, the Sixers, and I believe the Miami Heat. Those were the three teams re- uh, reported to be interested didn't see the Knicks on that list. Are we really going to talk about it? The thing is, I just, I hate talking about all of these possible players getting traded to the Knicks or getting signed by the Knicks because it, it never happens. And there was so much of it during the summer between, it started with Bradley Beal, but of course quickly went to the the Suns. And Zach Levine was also mentioned, Paul George, James Harden. So many guys were mentioned in the summer, but Nothing usually happens, and it doesn't look like the Knicks are interested. And I heard that most of the trade packages would have to include R.J. Barrett. Not sure how I feel about that, just because R.J. has been tremendous so far in the games that he's played. Zach Levine is a great player, but I would hate to give up R.J. right now. And to answer your question, if it if the package includes R.J. right now, I, I have to say no, honestly. Salute to you as well. Man, uh, I haven't even really t- spoken about the game, but I'm going to quickly talk about the team stats I-, I saw between the Hawks and the Knicks while ESPN loads. <laughs> so overall tonight, the Knicks shot 47%, almost 48% from the field. Hawks were shooting 54%, which is wild because they were they were hitting their shots, but neither team could really defend. Defense was not up to par tonight. A very high-scoring first half as well, too. Both teams almost hitting 60 points at halftime. And the Hawks in the first half, they were shooting lights out from the three-point line. I believe they were shooting like 80% from the three-point line. They were making all their threes. 
Um, you know, if I'm going to shout out any players on the Hawks tonight, I would have to go to Bogdanovich. Tonight he had tonight he had 28 points. So Bogdanovich had 28 points in 29 minutes, and he had four threes. He he was killing us, honestly. Another guy um, who also was killing us, Johnson, 18 points in 31 minutes, seven for nine from the field, four three-pointers right there. Uh, they were making their threes. But, you know, other than that, they had a few other guys scoring double digits. Murray, Trey Young, like I mentioned earlier, and also Sadiq Bey. Sadiq Bey, when he came in, he just straight up, he straight up was killing us at that moment. He hit like back-to-back shots or a few shots in a row. Uh, Kareem said Mitch needs more blocks. I know he he specialized in blocks last season. I don't remember the exact blocks per game he averaged. But he he's shifting a little bit onto more rebounds this season. And I think it's it's helping us a lot more as well. Because most of the rebounds he gets are offensive rebounds. Which give us a second chance to score on the offensive end. And I think it's really helping us. So I'm not too mad that he doesn't have a lot of blocks each game so far. But the rebounds, that's that's truly helping us. Yeah, Brandon Grimes got hurt. He, uh, Someone said he has a bruised hand. I'm not even sure how that really happened. Because I saw the replay before. Uh, of the play that left him injured and it didn't even, it was hard to tell really, but apparently he has a bruised hand. I'm not really sure how long that takes to heal, but I'm guessing that he will be out for a few games. I read online really quickly that a bruised hand takes two to four weeks to heal. I'm hoping it doesn't take that long because I mean, two weeks, the least amount of time, but we can't, we can't be four weeks without him. We need him, too, because he is one of the best de- defenders on this team right now. Like I said earlier, he defends the best player on the opposing team every night, and that's a tough job right there. It's a hard job to fill, hard role to fill. I know Josh Hart is a great defensive player as well, and he would most likely step up and fill that role for Grimes, but you know that leaves our bench a little... Um, a little dry right there once you bring hard up to the starting lineup we would have to rely on quickly to have more games like he did tonight and step up which i honestly think quickly can do he i definitely think he's going to try to get that six man of the year award this year he was snubbed last year he's gonna get it this time but yeah quickly stepped up tonight and had 20 points most of his shots in crunch time and the clutch he really stepped up, stepped up, stepped up for us tonight. And if Josh Hart needs to go to the starting lineup, I think he can continue to lead that second unit, lead the bench. He'll need to because, you know, who do you have right there when Josh is in the starting lineup? You have him, DiVincenzo, um, Hardenstein. Hardenstein's, in, Hardenstein's been great too, but then we're still lacking. We're still lacking pretty much. We don't have a backup four position. As you guys know, Obi Toppin's not on this team anymore. So, yeah, it, it, it's going to take some adjusting. And I'm curious to see what happens, 
how long Grimes will be out and if RJ's coming back soon. I, I really hope so. I would like to wrap this up a little bit early tonight. I know you sometimes I usually go to an hour, but I'm going to wrap it up. And before I do, look, uh, <laughs> the merch next to me. I'm not sure which side it's on because sometimes uh, the, it, the screen gets reversed when it's uploaded. But the merch next to me, if you haven't seen it yet, if you haven't seen it yet, and if you are interested, go to BigNickEnergy.com. Check it out. Uh, we also have a lot of other merch on there. Great merch. The guys who make them, you know, Vin and Ange who designed them. Shout out to them. Shout out to Vin, who I think is usually the one who makes most of the designs for the merch. And they're fire. I honestly love them. I'm actually going to order one. I've been meaning to order my merch and I'm going to order one tonight. I will get them. And you should too. Head over to the website. And I want to say thank you to everyone who tuned in tonight. I appreciate all the comments. I'll, I read all of them. Salute to everyone in the chat. Keep coming to the lives. Talk about the, these games with me. It means a lot. And for everyone who's watching on the replay, thank you as well. Peace. Hope you guys have a great night. I'll see you guys after the next Knicks game.